three, two, one. We are live. Uh, Mahmoud Reza. <laughs> hey, Simon, Simon Heisman. Good, good to have you here, bro. Man, thank you. It's a pleasure. Um, uh, super excited. Took us, took us a little while to, um, to get this hooked up. I think I spoke to you at the start of the year and said, yo, I'm keen to get you on. I was yes, kind of pretty did. interested in some of the stuff that you were, um, some of the stuff that you've been doing over the last couple of years and, and kind of seeing your progression, um, you know, with, with some kind of just amazing work in, in the, the human optimization space. And yeah, I think I reached out and said, yo man, I want to, I want to get you onto the podcast. Um, and we had a couple of back and forth, but you know, we got here today, which is, which is pretty cool. Yeah. We're finally here. Um, um, yes, you know, you did reach out. So I was really pretty excited about that. And I thought it was, uh, definitely a chance to reconvene uh you know we 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 go way back way back yeah, way, way back. back so uh um, how long well like maybe 12 years 12 yeah at least yeah early some early days there right yeah yep. <laughs> <laughs> um yes. yeah so um yeah like yeah the last couple of years uh i'd say probably more like five years six years yeah it's been um it's been interesting um for myself um getting into the realms of human optimization uh, like holistic health um performance um the, you know the direct implications on human performance yeah and that's probably like the start right so you're uh no you you're um you know you're training some guys at the moment you're also up at a, a gym would you call it a gym it's probably a little bit more than that up in it's so, so uh, we work out of fifth element wellness uh north fitzroy shout um, out to them huh yeah shout out to them yeah. they've been doing some amazing stuff from the get-go i was with them from the get-go laying down the tiles and you know oh, true. um before the gym opened and then you know a couple of weeks later boom boom you know we're all we're oh really go, okay yeah. so, so from the start from the start okay. so you know we saw i, I it's a, it was a team of about five of us yeah um, and we saw it pretty much grow from what it was, which was just, you know, a beautiful, powerful idea mm. with some really great minds um, and some very hidden potential talent just waiting to be, you know, exposed. Um, what ended up happening was um, I was really lucky enough to have, um, you know, uh, found myself in my mid twenties. <laughs> that's early, bro. That's, <laughs> that's early. early. That's yeah. early these I mean, days. I mean, it took yeah. me to my mid thirties, so that's good. Okay, that's it. Not know? a bad thing. Um and you know you were there. You were yeah. there for a Yeah, I remember, I remember that, the start that, actually. That searching phase. And then so I went off, um, pulled myself out of what I was doing, you know, I was bartending, mm. a bit of part time modeling. <laughs> you know? then, I remember, I remember and then, well. And then, uh, you know, and just doing all kinds of crazy things. And before I did that, we were working in corporate for a while. Yeah, right? yeah, we were in corporate. We, we did the corporate, corporate game for a little while. And, and I'm, I'm kind of still there. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if you call startups a, a corporate world. Uh, but I wouldn't, I don't, I don't think it's corporate. I mean, I think like the, the in my opinion, it would be the, 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 the I don't know the, the the relationships you have might be mm. of that similar business nature. Yeah, yeah. But the, the actual, you know, I think entrepreneurship and startups is, you know, it's it's, it's just like you starting a new skill and taking it to the uh, man. I, to I, the, I, was, I was saying, I was reading something the other day. I was reading something that I was saying that like <clears throat> startups are entrepreneurial. Being an entrepreneur is like similar to being a fighter. Uh, because you're always on that edge, like you're always on the edge of, of destruction, you know, yeah, and you're always kind of sitting there, so could be the end. Right? Yeah, so yeah. I think it's kind of you, you, it takes a certain 
I don't know, imagine with the same as fighters and we'll kind of get into some of that stuff that you're doing at the moment. You know, I guess it's the same thing. Those kind of people that want that, want to be on the edge of what's possible or what's capable, you know, and, and willing to throw it all away just to kind of get there. hundred percent. Know? I mean, like uh, when you actually speak about that subject in itself, it's like for us to want to be in the forefront of anything, generally speaking, we've got to be operating at a, at a sub, uh, I mean, at a, at a higher than, uh, mm. normal mm. level because generally when we're not feeling good we're risk averse that's actually a great point like i don't know if i could do this now with the other business um if you weren't as healthy as you if i wasn't as healthy like i just don't Amen. man i like you know even like diet now has become you know especially for me there's the thing that i've always kind of thrown to the wind mm. um and diet now is something i'm really focused on not massively but enough for it to be an impact because i'm like god if i don't eat the right foods i'm, I'm napping mm. like at, at three o'clock yeah, in the afternoon for half an hour right 100 you know? well yeah. you know food we look at we look at food i think like generally we don't we look at food as such a as a as just a in a small part of the, mm. it's probably one of the biggest things. You are what you eat, in mm. my opinion, and mm. you know, um, and I've seen it for you know firsthand with hundreds of clients to yep. date. And um, the things that we see when people change their diets towards what is more suitable for them as an individual, mm-hmm. it's not a fad diet or it's not anything. It's by you know taking their bloods, taking by their, design, their, by design, yeah. and taking their note of their microbiome and their gut and all that different stuff and then taking into note what their lifestyle is like mm-hmm. and then you know getting them to eat according to that oh mm-hmm. my god like it's crazy what you can not only just achieve but what you actually see i mean for me it was a learning process because we were just applying applying a lot of work that we were learning we we're studying and fifth element wellness is real good like that we study a lot we study yeah. all the time i've noticed the classes you that's you yeah. guys are always learning always. so what what like I remember when, you know, yeah, as we were saying, like back when we were, were hanging out a lot, you know, you started on that road of personal training. Like mm. what would you consider what you do now? Um, I would actually have, so back then it was, yeah, you know, I was the guy throughout my childhood, you know, who got into training a bit earlier than everyone yeah. and just kind of was guiding my mates. And then so yeah. I said, wait, hey man, this is the one thing that's been constant with me mm. throughout my life. Mm. Why don't I just do it professionally? Right? And charge people for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do it anyway. All right. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah, I do it anyway. So, um, the main thing is that at one point I realized that my my thirst for exponential development, mm-hmm. right? It's not like it's not vertical, it's not horizontal. I'm talking about exponential in every angle, mm-hmm. in every way, like mm-hmm. a dome growing out, possibly. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, was gonna lead me to wanting to not just work for your fitness first, not work for your commercial joint. And sure. I was like, please, please. So I finished. I finished my my certification, and as soon as I finished my certification, I'm like, what am I going to do with my life? I don't want to work for these guys. No. And they were just like, they. I got into all of them, and they were like, yeah, we can't take you. We can't. Ha- we can't wait to take you on board. Of course, yeah. And I was just going like, well, I don't want to work for any of you guys, yeah. you know. And so I kept getting calls from them, and there was just one joint that you know came in um, to um, our college, and I checked them out, and they were doing this. You know, their their pitch was real. Real simple, nothing too crazy, but at the same time, uh, they could have done a better job with it. But, but still, I felt a good vibe, and yep. it was like they said, "We do yoga and strength and conditioning." Good start right, and I was like, oh, "Okay, these guys are thinking a little bit differently mm-hmm. to everybody else." Mm-hmm. And at the time, back then, six years ago, this five, five six years ago, um, you know, like integration, integrating different methods was like, "Oh, you're high high tech." That's actually interesting, right? Because I, like I, I am. 
granted, I am with, with I'm a member of one of those leisure and lifestyle clubs, yeah, 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 <laughs> if you want to call yeah, it that, right? Yeah, and like, and I've had personal trainers, you know, and coaches when I've been there, and they seem to be very discipline based. So mm. it's like I, I went to one, and he he waits, right? Mm-hmm, like that was mm-hmm. that's his game. That's what he did. Mm-hmm. Then I see another one, and he's all just body weight training, and I'm like, well, how I want I want to do all of this or I want a combination that's as you yeah, know, it's hard, to find. Suits, but hard to find hard right? to find yeah. and it's like it. and I think people have a bias yeah okay. naturally a bias it's it's, it's it, they've learned and then you know I think it's, it's, it's I don't know if it's a human trait but people usually we're generally quite what's the word um, intimidated by things we don't understand or sure. we don't know yeah. you know um, but like fifth element wellness, we became wellness coaches. Mm-hmm. That was our first tag, mm-hmm. you know, and then they, they, they hounded it down, which is perfect. I was like, yes, this is the place that I want to be in because it was the only place. And, you know, I'm looking up on my bed, lying, looking into the ceiling, going, oh, what am I going to do with my life? And then boom, David O'Brien from fifth element wellness calls me up. Okay. And I'm like, I'm like who's this? And he's yeah. like, oh, you applied for this thing. Could <laughs> you, you know, could we have a chat? Had a chat, talked about lifting dynamics, you know, yeah. talked about Olympia. I was like, yes, man, I love this, this stuff. This, and this we were just talking about the mechanics of it all. And he's like, okay, you know, it's more than this and that. And I was like, okay, before I knew it, we ended up catching up. We did an interview, we became best friends, bum chums, boom. And, and then, you know, here yeah, we go, yeah, right? Yeah. So and how long ago was this? Like five, five years? exactly five years ago. Sure. Um, so it would have been mid-Jan 2014. Shit, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Mid-Jan 2014. And then a week later, I was on board. Setting up the place. Um, so mid Jan, okay. Yeah, and yep. then we opened up to the to the world uh, on February 14, thousand fourteen. That's crazy, man. Yeah, like that was that year. That's the year I started transitioning out of yeah, working it's in venues problem, yeah. and yeah, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, it's two fifteen. I was, by the end of by the start of two fifteen, I started started Halo and started the new uh, the new world. And uh, you know, first Jan Jan two fifteen started training for my first marathon. So it's, Ooh, yeah, yeah, I remember. I was yeah, like watching you on that. Yeah, inspirational. It's been a few years since yes. I've, I've been back there. The workload's a little bit higher now, but that's yeah. right. We'll, we'll get back there. I did a couple of races this month. Okay, so. amazing. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, that's cool, man. So, like, so, and then, so you, that's it. So you started with them, and so that because they do have a very interesting mix. Like they were one of the, one of the first guys I saw doing like you know cold bath therapy and yeah, yeah. yoga. We did the we, we went we all went off uh, a bunch of us. I didn't get to do that course because I was away at the time. But then a bunch of the boys went off and did uh, the retreat with Wim Hof. A true, yeah. Um, um, and then he yeah. pretty much, you know, and then before I knew, I was already taking cold showers for like, since about 2013, just yeah. to get myself out of my party phase. Yeah. I thought, let's harden up, you know, get yeah. up in the morning, have that cold shower. Oh, it's amazing what it does, oh man. It like jacks you. I don't you think just, I can awake. leave the house or feel like, so it's what, six, seven years that I've been having cold showers and I don't you think. You are, really. Yeah, every yeah. day. Every, really? Every, every day. day. And if I, if I. Have, just cold? Ju- no, well, oh, you easy. You gotta, you gotta wash out the dirt and stuff. Sure, sure. So you need some clean, 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 you gotta clean first. But then you gotta heavy. shut it down. Yeah. And when you go cold, you want to go cold for at least over a minute till you feel the cold in your bones, and that's when you know that your cold shock proteins have been activated. Okay. And now we can get out. So, so obviously you, you'd hit a certain temperature, right, with a cold shower. I hit the I hit the ice at the coldest, but uh, ice yeah. is like. So I don't do ice, but I, I do like the, the cold baths at the gym. They're not an ice bath, but they're cold. Yeah. I don't know what the temperature is. Well, like, probably, is there a difference? if it's cold, you're looking at, there's definitely a difference. So uh, when it calls a cold bath is under, like if you want to go cold, cold immersion, you need to be under five degrees. Okay. It would have to be under five. Yeah. This thing. Like it's cold. max seven degrees. Right? Okay. Yeah. Um, it's like, you get similar to like ocean water. 
Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, but not in summer. In winter. We don't know that yeah. water. Yeah. yeah. I you know what I'm yeah, about. I yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. So is there like? Sorry, and I'm just gonna hit you with questions because no, I'm interested. Go, go, go. Hit I'm interested me, hit me. So, so like, because I'm I'm like that. Like, so is there a period of time that you sh- is there like a length that you should stay in the water to get be- optimal benefit, and then is there also a time where you shouldn't be in there, like post five minutes or? Yeah, ideally, look, it comes down to the individual, okay. right, and how healthy you are, how good your blood circulation is, and you know how. Um, mm. Overall, to be honest, just how healthy you are, okay. right? How much yeah. shock your body can take. So ideally, we when it comes to a new person, right, who's not may, maybe not very well trained, not very conditioned, we wouldn't want them in there for more than between two maximum five minutes, mm-hmm. and then we pull them out. And we'll okay. Say, okay, that's it. Good job. Pat in the back. You did yeah, amazing. Yeah. Come back yeah, some yeah, more. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then, if it's more than that. Uh, like with us, I remember the first time I did it was two minutes, but then they pulled us out because we were doing the Wim Hof, you know, in, in, in the mm-hmm, convention mm-hmm. and they had to run it through like a few thousand people. So okay, they had yeah, to move, sense. move, move. So I was like, all right, that's cold. Yeah. Um, and I was definitely feeling pretty cold. But then the second time I did it, we did it for like 14 minutes. Oh shit. 15. Okay. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, oh really? Like, 14 like, minutes. The guy who was counting just oh, like damn. forgot like to come okay. back and give us a timer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe the third time we went, we went up to 25 minutes. Okay. Right. But now I honestly don't go any more than seven minutes seven to eleven minutes is my max i love the seven eleven number why <laughs> <laughs> you know, why, why seven like is there is oh there, look like seven is my number it's so five, generally after five minutes you've yeah. hit um five minutes of exposure between five and seven minutes of exposure for any healthy individual yeah uh will access and get into your um brown fat so okay. your brown fat conversion. So it's converting more brown fat. And brown fat is what you're born with when you're a baby. Yeah, right. right? It's the it's the ther- it's the thermogenic fat that allows you to store store um, store heat as yeah. well as it's 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 more it's more your good it's a good fat. You like it white fat is no good. Brown fat is where you want it to be. Okay. Um, yeah. So it allows you and and that 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 much time exposure uh, of cold exposure will allow you to convert more of your normal fat cells into brown fat. Okay, so that's interesting. And it turns right? into like a more beige fat. And is that where some of the like the anti-inflammatory stuff? Yeah, hundred percent. Like, so when that... you when you start activating your cold shock proteins, you it's a massive uh, effect on your uh, autonomic nervous system. Yeah. And it's a massive uh, indirect effect on your immune system because okay. your immune system is going. I can take this. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I literally in the last six years have been been sick or what you might want to call sick, three times. Yeah. Three times. But I'm talking about three times and I just, I don't get sick. And three times yeah. is I'm like, I'm like don't pushing it. I'm pushing it to the boundary. Like the sickest I got was for four hours. I broke a huge, yeah, hard, really. cold sweat. Yeah. And I called up all my clients and said, I, 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 <laughs> I was like dying. <laughs> right? yeah, and like yeah, my yeah. bed was profusely yeah, yeah. wet. And before I knew it, four hours later, Go I'm on, like, huh? I'm, I'm I feel like so I called him up man, and I like, said, "Hey guys, I'm still good to go." Yeah, and right. like, all right, let's go. Emma, back. Come on, Emma, <laughs> like, done. Let's like, whoa, you're a weirdo. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, but you know, that's it's true. It's, if you're eating it right, you're sleeping, your body just is powerful. I mean, yeah. like they got Wim Hof, he got LPS, lipopolysaccharides, which is like you know on the the actual um, um, chemical in in uh, E. coli, right? Which okay, is like, yeah. gets us really sick. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So he had it pumped into him directly. Into this him. the tests that he was doing. They did <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Right? Fifteen minutes. Yeah, really. Fifteen minutes. Really. Um, Jamie, can you bring it up? <laughs> <laughs> um, nah. No, so I, I was gonna do it with that. So so next we'll, time. But I don't know, next time we'll just be sitting here the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Right, um, next time. <laughs> so yeah, he did it, and like literally, 
in I believe it was a matter of 20, 25 minutes, he yeah. no longer had any of the any of the strands in his in his it's... bloodstream. So he literally fought it off just through his breathing. Yeah, like really. even the other th- like when he did that crop walked over. Um, walked over the you know the the, the North Pole. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like forty okay. k's or something. I'm not sure. You might want to check me on that. And then he barefoot finishes his race. He's got black and blue legs, and they're like, "Oh my god, you've got gangrene. You got frostbite. We're gonna have to cut your legs off." He's like, "Don't touch me." Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna breathe into my legs. We'll be really? fine. And just, just forty eight hours later, he's fine. Back, huh? Just crazy. Oh, look, man, I'm, I'm really happy that you told me that stuff, but then at the, uh, the same time, I'm a little disappointed because in my head, I'm like, five minutes, man, you're not allowed to go past five minutes. And uh, now, now I get to go and oh, break you, that. You smash that. Yeah, what I found interesting as well was that, like, if I if I don't do, and I don't do, uh, granted, I don't do the ice, the, the shower, the cold showers often. Um, mm. I'm trying to increase it. But, like, yeah. I do the ice, you know, I've been in the ice pool three times a week, right? Maybe yeah. four times a week. But then, I, like, if I, if I train or, sorry, if I stop training or I travel or something, I don't have access and I'm, I'm chicken out of the cold showers. It's interesting how, not hard isn't the right word, how challenging it is to come back like so it takes time then to build like so i'll get in if i've had a break mm-hmm. and like 30 seconds like mm-hmm. one minute it's just like i've lost all of that um i've actually training, have figured know? out a way it's like you know mel robbins talks about the five two one the power countdown which is okay. like you want to if you you need you need you, you know, psych yourself up you right? psych yourself yes, up. so yes. all the boys when we're like you know the, the, there's about that much ice in the pool Right, if I throw my glasses up, they just stay there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going like, oh, this is a lot of ice, man. Yeah. And temperature tested, and it's like zero. Okay, yeah. Right, 0.6 tops, right? It's yeah, cold, yeah. As, yeah. cold as ice, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so we, everybody's like, okay, guys, you ready, ready? And this is my colleagues and everyone I work with, some of the fighters that I train as well. And are they ready? I'm, and then they're going, all right. And they're, they're looking at each other, and I just jumped yeah, I'm already, I'm already in. I'm like you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, not waiting yeah. for nobody. No, 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 I'm gonna yeah. hit this. Yeah. I'm gonna be the first one in because that's gonna always be my first. psychological. Always goal. first. Yeah, yeah. always <laughs> yeah. winning. I'm gonna yeah, go always in. winning. Yeah, yeah, always yeah, winning. No and and definitely stuff that 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 mind. That's what kind of I think is that that mindset that makes me want to hit it hard, hit it quick. Yep. That allows me to kind of keep at it. Yeah, keep at it because I know. My biggest thing, probably one of my biggest fears is getting too comfortable. Well, that's what I'd imagine would be is that uh, that's what I know is my issue when I break those that cycle of training. Like when I stop training, I'm not hitting the gym or I'm not running. Yes. Like I, I get comfortable, right? And yes. I want to maintain that comfortability. And I, I then the ice is, the water's colder. Like, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm less resistant to that pain and that struggle. And, yeah. and you got to train yourself through it. It's so. crazy what challenge and adversity can do to you. Like just two days ago, I was, you know, on Tuesday, I was doing the, um, the judo class at the place I train at, at Absolute MMA, and yeah. it was being run by my boy Kevin. You know, who's one of the fighters that Kevin just said. Right, man, I just yes, checked yes, it out yes, the yes. five. Watched it like three times yeah. since. Yeah, since Pretty then. Animal, uh, crazy animal, man. man. Touchwood, you know. Yeah, yeah. check him out. Keep yeah, him, yeah. He, ta- he takes he takes that dude out with the with the knee. With the knee I think yeah, he, he end, dropped right? him like three yeah. times and then ended up taking. Yeah, dropped him about <laughs> I think two three times and then ended up taking. Good fight. Yeah, yeah. One 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 directional. It was a one sided. Pretty one sided. He caught him at the start and he was pretty rocked from there and yeah, then pretty and much and on the left hook I'm like oh, well, this, this French prick he's knocking <laughs> people out anyway I love the guy we're pretty actually we're good, good mates and stuff he's he's definitely you know in my opinion a once in a lifetime athlete yeah um, he's it's looking- a really high standard so Keep an eye out, you know, he's definitely going to make some... Make he looked some, fit, man, compared yeah, to that other dude. Like, he really, <laughs> yeah. really did. Like, he is. Yeah, he is. yeah he's, he he's actually, fit. you know, like two and a half years that I've been training the guy. Okay. And, you know, you yeah, asked right. earlier, like, he actually asked me the same thing. He's like, what do you do exactly? Because, you know, just... 
<laughs> yeah, like, what's the thing? Do you have title or something? Like, oh, I, yeah. say, I don't know, human optimization consultant, human optimization specialist, something to do with human optimization. <laughs> and he's like, what does that mean? Because he speaks French. He was speaking French. And I'm okay, like, yeah. I'll make you um, <laughs> as healthy as you can be. And then that yeah. way we can perform as best as we can. Yeah, yeah. Well, right? that's it, man. That's and the that's, formula, uh, right? That's yeah. the formula. And so uh, he's interesting because, uh, you know, he, he, he applied everything I told him to. Mm. Uh, and the, you know the boy. If you ask him himself, he's like feels magical. Man, he's he seemed to have like and I reckon one of the really cool things. Like I, so, I did a little bit of MMA last year, the year before last, with jiu jitsu, just just to mix up the training, you know, just to, to try some different stuff. And I loved it. I loved the process of, especially the MMA, because it's so fluid, and you're you're just applying. There's kind of not that there's no rules to it, but you can be very creative, very in, very know, creative restricted your, to a certain your, uh, with your approach to mm. it and just how you apply and stuff. It's like just so getting back to like you know before we, you know, you're off into you know, the digress there. Like get, when so two days ago, like this is my first time. I got like I think my, the most impressive um, double leg takedowns on me. Right, and this kid that was by, taking, by him, by Kevin. No, not by Kevin. Kevin uh, was taking the class, but yeah. this other kid, just Nugget, you know, um, I think his name was Adam or something, um, got me three times with it. Right, really, like bang, 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 and each time he, it wasn't just your normal double leg takedown where you just take the guy down. He uh, yeah. grabbed me, he'd pit, he'd hit me, t bone me, pick me up in the air, and oh. then spear me into the ground. Yeah, so yeah. Like beautiful, beautiful technique. Yeah, everyone loved it. Everyone at the time saw it except me. Of course, <laughs> yeah. I was just getting my ribs shoved yeah, way yeah. up my, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going like, I was like, like the third time it hit me so hard, I went fuck, mm. and I was like, it was like literally like fuck. I'm ready to get. I'm I'm ready to tap or oh, I'm ready to okay. stop. And Kevin goes, uh, it's okay, it's okay, bro. You, you, he goes, it's okay, Rez, it's okay, Rez. You. You're learning. You're getting better. You're learning. And he thought that I said fuck, as in like I, I, you know, didn't. I got took taken down, but it was oh. more from the pure pain. But then oh, after, yeah. <laughs> after it, I was like, man. So it's like adversities like that that mm. you know that that gets offered in MMA. It gets offered in anything that's high adrenaline. That that yeah. that's risk pro risk. Of course, yeah. Whew, man, you come out like I was driving home and just like thinking I'm in so much pain, but I'm such a badass. It's really funny just from man. taking that. Like a hundred, but a hundred percent. I remember doing a few, a few of these uh, jiu-jitsu classes, you know, in the MMA classes, and and I, I kind of not one of the. It's not one of the reasons I stopped at all. Like it, it, I, I'm dying to kind of get back into the, that type of training, but like you kind of go down on a Tuesday, right? And there might be some dude in there that's mm. had a bad day at work and he starts throwing haymakers and you're just like, man, I don't need a broken nose on a Tuesday Amen. night. Yeah, like it's yeah. just a thing, you know, so at that risk. But it's, it's definitely something I've also realized speaking, you know, like I've been at, uh, you know, training on and off for about, you know, four years. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. But probably seriously for the last, you know, year and a half. I'm sure if you're years. training with serious guys, you know, you know they don't do to go it. 50%. Like you will not right? be kicked hard by not. a serious guy. Because you don't want that either. Because there's, there's a, there's a, there's a courtesy. Exactly. And there's yeah. a decorum, That's right? Because right. your, yeah. your, 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 your training partner is your biggest asset. Yeah, man. You, know, you need a training. Yeah, yeah. MMA is a sport where you need a training yeah. partner. Otherwise, there's time for that hard conditioning. Yeah, later. You know, leave it for the fight sometimes. Yeah, yeah. A lot of guys, like, you know, you look at Cabo Cerrone, he doesn't even spar anymore. No, really? And so, like, 
like uh, there, there's some people out there like even Conor McGregor was talking about it. He doesn't go too hard with the sparring because he wants to save his brain, etc. And yeah, I'm all sense, for it. Like it yeah. makes sense. And you know, like there's like in jujitsu, one of the biggest things is like flow rolling, right? Mm-hmm. And through flow rolling, you learn so much uh, faster. You just kind of you to as soon as you're in the position, it's a quick tap. There's it's not you don't have to actually put it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, no, you're just there and you kind of know. Less ego, you, yeah. you know. They said a funny thing I found out the other is that when you bow, right? Apparently, it's it's you putting your ego on the mat and dropping it yeah, and leaving true. everything behind but I don't think everyone knows that I like that man. you know what I mean you drop your but ego so then you leave everything and you're here to learn yeah and that's your family well that was kind of one of the reasons man like is you know like why not I don't think I stretched before one of these things and so my knee went a little bit and then something like clocked me in the, the nose which is like it's all good like, I'm I've, all, I've done it I, I hit someone the other day like, it happens like, and, 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 like, and I feel not so about that. crap after like I'm like yeah. oh my god what a retard and sometimes you don't know how hard you're going no no I've, and of course like the thing was with this situation right i think well one of the situations that i was in it's like so that you know when when they in the mma they like you know they're wearing pads and i wasn't wearing leg leg pads right and the guys so they're like so you guys don't kick he had pads on i didn't so it was no kicking so i wasn't ready for kicks to come so this dude just went bang and i hit me with a kick and i was like it's cool but it's like you know that's like you know when you get there with those yeah. kind of guys that haven't been that aren't doing it properly and, and, and doing those yeah 100 like percent. i think right? it's definitely like it's very um it can put you off yeah, it can but, definitely put you off. But I mean, I think the higher anyway, level, it's not the higher thing. level you go, there yeah. is. You just, I think you just got to keep coming back and stick to it, and that's the basic thing. Is like you, you kind of, you'll, it'll filter out the the crap. Yeah, yeah there are yeah, guys yeah. as well. Like it's just, I think, Probably I mean, I was, I definitely well. can't say much because only a few years ago, I remember guys used to say, "You need to chill out. You soften up." You're too stiff and mm. and look my training coaches still tell me I'm too stiff and so I feel yeah, it all the time true. and I'm getting and I'm like miles less stiff than I was yeah. but I'm still stiff right yeah, so yeah. the actual art of the elite level guys are they're just like you know really just in flow just in moving. flow yeah. they're moving and they tighten up when they need to when they, yeah that makes sense going back to your point though like um, when we kind of got into this yeah, without me talking about chicken out of doing MMA. But uh, what I was talking about is like when, as you were talking about though, like when you leave, I remember leaving and not, and it's really, is a really interesting psychological frame of mind because it's not like you were, uh, when I'd leave classes that I'd be kind of, you know, walking down the street going, I can, I can take people out because I've just been fighting. <laughs> yeah. Like it was not like I mean, I have to admit, I did think that a few times, like when I first sure. started. But it was more so just that, that you feel kind of insensitive with the fact that if something did happen, at least you've got a fighting chance. Like at you least got you've got something, something, right? Like something, something to back. And yeah, then, yeah. And it was I think it dead. comes to that level. And I think the next progression for that, it's like, first it's like, okay, I can handle myself or I can try to handle myself. And the next progression is, can I handle myself with another killer? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Another guy yeah, who yeah. trains like yeah, me yeah. or better than me. Yeah, yeah. And that's when you start really. And so it's, it's just, it goes up in progression. Initially, I'm sure most people, like, you look at George St. Pierre, you look at Conor McGregor, all these guys have said they were getting bullied in school. So yeah. that's what got them into, yeah. you know. Uh, Kevin, funny enough, just he was a different kid. Like, he. <laughs> Uh, he had just had too much energy, so he started at age three. And but he had a, has a ju- judo background. <laughs> judo background. Yeah, he's a yeah. judo black belt yeah. from. Uh, got it at age fourteen. Crazy. So really. the funny thing is about most people don't understand about him uh, uh, is that he's gonna he's been training <laughs> as a black belt longer than most guys have started training. Starting, yeah. And then become professional until till where they are right now. It's been less than the amount of time he's yeah. been black belt, which is pretty crazy to think that. And when you watch that fight the other night, it was pretty much all on his feet. 
Yeah, right? Well, if you see one. his highlight reel, all the other ones were pretty scary because he, like, blew out a guy's collarbone. <laughs> like, some guy tried to take his back and he popped him on I the heard floor. this. Did yeah. he flip him and then yeah, knock him out or something? Yeah, he flipped him, knocked him out on the floor. Like, <laughs> and, and then just sealed the deal. And like, oh, no. <laughs> he's got, he's definitely got a killer streak in him. Good, like, you know, very, he's just a, what I call a good human being. You know, yeah, good yeah. upbringing, yeah. solid kid from the Alps in, in France. Um, he's going to be good. He's going to be good for the sport. Good for the sport. Yeah, good for the sport. He's a straight, you know, straight down the line. Doesn't doesn't smoke, doesn't drink. Um, you know, rarely drinks. Rarely drinks sure, only sure. for celebrations. And, you know, even we, the night he won, it was, it was like, what are you going to do? Because we're, we're, uh, we're the posse, right? <laughs> and we're just going like, hey, what do you want to do, Kev? And then he goes, um, I'm just going to, let's just, uh, watch this last fight and then I'm gonna go home. Yeah, good. And then yeah. he went home. With his Makes girl, sense. You know, and that's it. Because yeah. he's like thinking like if I if I come up because our whole thing is he wants to have five fights this year and then we want to go into. And it's know, not done yet. Yeah, it's not yeah. done yet. Not done goes, yet when yeah. I get into the UFC, we can party. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah right. Like and that's like, it. Okay, good, perfect. Mindset. And also, like I find it the same, man. Like even like the races and stuff that I've done. I'm like I'm gonna do like I did one the other week. And I'm like okay, I'm gonna do a race. Mm. And that, so I was talking about this in the podcast last week that. So I've been setting these two-month, three-month goals of I'm going to go train for a race mm-hmm. to keep me on check so I don't kind of blow out too much when I'm working, mm-hmm. keeps me focused. Mm-hmm. So I have that goal to work towards. Then at the goal, I'm going to treat myself to a blowout, a weekend away, take take the girl away, mm-hmm. you know, eat, drink, you know, maybe smoke, like just just have a blowout. But then the funny thing was is that I, I get to that time and I'm like, I've done all this work. Why am I going to take 10 steps want, back? I don't want to do it. I, I, I'm not in the frame of mind. But I, I think to. that happens mm-hmm. as, as we get older, we get very... Uh, it comes with, like the discipline really steps into it and then but this kid yeah has been disciplined from day one so so you say two and a half years with him mm-hmm. right so so like take me through a little bit of the training man what what do you do to prepare him so how mu- how many months out did he get his well fight? Kevin came in Kevin the thing is I'm really lucky with him he, he, you know he, Kevin and I've got I've got no, another kid Elliot and I've got a bunch of you know I've got Australia I train um we would call Australia's strongest man under 80 kilos. Cam, Cam oh, I think I saw the stuff. Yeah, Cam yeah. Taylor, yeah. Uh, the holistic strong man, guys, check him out. Yeah. Um, he's a good kid. Uh, and they're all, the, the main thing with all of them is like, we're looking at trying to create this new uh, genre or, or a breed of athlete, which is pretty much n- no cutting corners. Okay. Taking the most holistic perspective. Like, mm-hmm. Kevin's got his water systems rigged. Like oh, I'm really? talking about his filtration system. He's got a, a, a water system that goes through Shanghai water systems to live in the water. So it's a it's a it's a rock it's a rock that you get from uh, Kerala oh, in Russia. That I've seen people re- put, yeah, yeah mineralizes yeah. the water and yeah. does a bunch of other things and it turns it alkaline in many ways. Yes, and so all the way from his water to his nutrient partitioning so when he eats what has all been you know factored in as much as we can without the resources obviously yeah. it's just myself and him and it's an evol- also an evolving yeah, concept it's a, right health evol- well-being we like- look at like his main thing is like we like I'd say Kevin was already fight bred yeah. you know when I met him he'd already been he'd never striked but I was there from when he started striking till okay. now yeah and but he his judo game his ground game was like oh relentless like, yeah like crazy on another level so it's not like you know i did anything in that realm i just made his body more flexible and got him a lot more healthier so he's got 
strike coaches. Now he's got striking coaches, like and that. he's worked right. with some of the best. He's gone to he went and worked at City Kickboxing um, uh, with uh, you know, uh, Eugene Berman, who's uh, arguably one of the best striking coaches in the world. Okay, yeah, in New Zealand, um, he trains uh, Israel Adesanya. Oh, um, so. Um, and you know, Ke- Ke- Kevin's Kevin's you know a lot of credit to the kid himself. Like you know, he goes to places and people they're infected. You know, they think like, okay, this is a legit G. Mm. You know, um, he's sweet. He's respectful. Um, he's he's sweet. He's respectful. He's um, you know, um, and he's he's there to learn. He's yeah. not he's not he, he's not there to in any way, shape, or form like. Um, uh, take a piss or anything. Like, yeah, okay. So he's, he's willing to do the work, right? Yeah, like, he I is think definitely. That's a big thing, isn't it? Just being able to put in that energy to to actually, you know, I guess that's the thing. Like, I like that idea of like just not cutting corners. Like every 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 inch, you know, take what you can. Yeah. So, so we're really. like talking about breathing exercises. Mm-hmm. We're talking about mobility, uh, manual therapy. Uh, his diet, I'd have to say, is one of the biggest things. Like you know, because okay, if yeah. you're not eating smart, yeah. Um, I don't know what you're doing. Are you mapping it all out? Like, do you, like, is it a what's the cycle? Is it cyclic plans? Are you kind of so it's hard with MMA because normally the training that I've done for you know from what I've been taught and you know through training training field athletes and track athletes etc. and strength athletes and power athletes, and you've got to go through periodization, right? Uh-huh. But generally it's a little bit hard with fighters because you have to micro periodize because they're between fights they might fight and uh, Kevin's yeah. fighting looking to fight five times this year. Yeah, that's right. crazy. But yeah. in amateur, it's not. It's not uncommon. Israel Adesanya fought four times last year mm-hmm. and won all of them. So he would have had makes sense, like three months cycles, right? Yeah, and at the same time, you can't necessarily put him to too much because you can't get any real serious adaptations in the strength realm in in a month. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you're okay. gonna have to do like at least a three month cycle, and then you shot. So you go from strength to volume, strength to volume, and then that's that's a wave periodization. But obviously, when it comes to an elite sport like MMA, you're looking at plyometrics, you're looking at gymnastic strength, you're looking mm-hmm. at all these variables mm-hmm. that are all going kind in at the same time. Yeah. And our plan with Kevin this year is he's strong enough. We just need to work on maybe one or two of his weaknesses. So we don't want to make him strong everywhere. He's already strong enough. We capitalize on where he's already strong. So and maintaining that stuff. Yeah, then, maintaining and yeah. making him a little bit stronger in some areas and then getting him to pick up some skills that he hasn't, he hasn't, you know, he's not... Um, already really good at okay um, yep. and then we look at essentially so main idea with him this year because it's five it's a completely different plan mm-hmm. is because we just want him injury free okay yeah because we want to go in take it out as fast as we can get out as injury free so he can get those five out because we need to does that change your fight style with that kind of a training program so when you see they're going injury free or is that just for the training is that just no? I mean, like, well, the the fight style for him, like, we were just talking the other day how some of these fights, you know, they go, they go, um, cheers, bro, please, um, they go to, uh, they go to decision, right, and the judges rob some of these fighters of their of their win, um, because uh. whether there's politics and stuff. So Kevin's like, you know what? I'm not taking it to no judge. I'm just knocking the guy out, <laughs> right? Or I'm making a clear decision. I'm either taking the guy out, you know, yeah. making it very, and all his fights have been. Very one-sided, if anything. Okay, right. he's done a, a bunch of amateur, and that was his yeah, kind of first five, pro. Five, right? five, five amateur. Amateur. I think he's had yeah, he had a couple of kickboxing fights, uh, one oh, true. one one Muay Thai, and then he had like I think three amateur fights. Oh really? And all of them were first, you know, round round one finishes, stoppages, and technical knockouts. And so it's not like he's his mindset is I'm there to fight, I'm there to you know. Um, 
And you can afford to do this when you're an amateur. Well, I was going to um, say, because as you go up, right, that fight's going to have to change. Like, he's going to be challenged for yeah, those the, the three rounds, five the rounds. Level, the level of the guys will get onto another yeah. level. But it's, if you've got one guy who's had one fight, right, yeah. the likelihood of you, you know, trumping him with aggression is mm-hmm. higher. Of right? course. Whereas if the guy's had, you know, 15, 20 fights... He's probably he not gonna, yeah. you know, he's probably not gonna get that emotional and adrenal spike when you start pounding on it. You know, not gonna get reactive. He, he, he right. might not be as reactive, and mm. he might. Have, so for a fighter like that, you gotta you change your game plan definitely. Yeah, yeah. As it goes up, it becomes such a finesse. It's beautiful to watch. Like, beautiful. Top, it's top art, level man. fighters are just, you know, my all due respect, and you know, uh, I'm inspired by all of them. And you know, people used to say like, I had this conversation with another client of mine just a little while ago while, while when we were treating him. And it came up, it was like 20 years ago, when, 20, 25 years ago, when, when mixed martial arts and got big. The guys who were fighting then were just these... It was brutal. It was brutal. Brutal, <laughs> Like, man. the rules were here and there. And, <laughs> rules? But like, there nothing. Weren't, there like, weren't any. No, nah, <laughs> man. Right? Oh, and know. I was, like, surprised <laughs> that we didn't see even more headbutts, you know? And, yeah. Um, but there was everything. Everything was going on, and some guys were allowed to kick you in the groin and stuff. But but what, yeah, back then, yeah, it, was, seen that. it was basically people who were getting into the fight world at the time were guys who were probably genetically predisposed, yeah, um, angry at school, or yeah. just a bit bigger, or you know, burly. They're they're a bit more. Uh, how it's do I say? I wouldn't say. Sport, I wouldn't man. say like yeah, it was a big man it was sport. A big man it was sport. guys who weren't afraid of getting hurt. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, you would imagine it was guys that have been hurt or in fight a lot, before, a lot. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, growing yeah. up and stuff yeah. and so it was like he was the tough guy wanted to fight it was there wasn't a requirement for intelligence nearly wasn't a martial arts it wasn't right it right? was just a brawl it was just a brawl it was just a street fight right like that's what it was it was street fighting in a cage I think back then they called it cage fighting yeah it was cage fighting that's basically and and now it's it's moved into this realm where you've got you know the likes of uh, George Saint Pierre. You've got the likes he's of awesome uh, to watch, man. oh man, he's my all time yeah. guys. Just where it's at. You got you know, I just love his state John of mind. Jones. You got all these guys. They're yeah. just mixing it up, and yeah. they're intelligent human beings. Super like, intelligent. Super intelligent yeah, yeah. human beings that look at this whole sport as something else. Mm. That you know, like you look at someone like George Saint Pierre, for example. Like we were saying, he doesn't actually in any way shape. He says, "I don't like to fight," and he's no. actually really scared. Yeah. Right, and he. He's like, oh man, when people hit me, I get scared. And I found that so like, like so vulnerable. I loved it that he could present that vulnerability without, whilst being this absolute fucking weapon. Monster, right? right? But I reckon it's that vulnerability that allows you to have the self-awareness yeah, to, 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 to navigate. Sharp, to sharp, yeah, exactly. To be super to sharp. sharp. And right? I think like all, to be aware Miyamoto of Miyamoto Musashi and all these guys talk, you know, old school philosophers that, mm. you know. Uh, warriors that philosopher, you know, philosophers slash warriors that actually took life. Yeah, you know, yeah. on the battlefield, and these guys, the way they talk, 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 talk about it is so different. It's like there's, you know, when you go in there, there's sport, and then there's difference mm. between and battle, and, and, mm. and you know, it's completely. Different. Well, I was even reading uh, the books I'm reading at the moment is, um, you know, Bruce Lee's um, Shuk Kundo. Yeah, the, the, Tao Chi Kundo. Yeah. one of my great favorite yeah. books of all time. Like the philosophies yeah. in that, and then I'm reading the Art of War. Um, at the moment as well, it's just yeah, yeah, man, and it just um, yeah, that philosophical understanding of of high stakes, and the, in these cases, you know, martial arts and battle, and, and it is such a you know a spiritual, philosophical, psychological pursuit, you know, um, as well as a material and body. Hundred uh, percent. I also like, think like it's the ability, like um, it's probably one of the most natural things. A lot of people have said this in the past. It's like. 
um, and it's being spoken more about lately. It's it's fighting is real, you know, is as real as it comes. Mm. You know, Bruce Lee said, "You don't you don't know a man until you fought them." Yeah, yeah, you not know? really. Yeah, and it's often a time you 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 feel fighters have more respect for one another after having a fight than they do for some of their best friends. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. So what is, what is happening there? It's a very, very, uh, you know, high level Uh, exchange. Yet Um, yet primal at the same time, right? It's like crosses that boundary. If you want to get into the the exploring. Yeah. Like you've got that earthed energy, like that primal energy all the way up to the higher self stuff going on. Yeah. And so, so when you like, when I, that's definitely what drove me. I mean, I love fighting since I was a kid. Yeah. And Bruce Lee was my man. Yeah. Right. And so I have videos of me going, Wah! yeah, yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. I was like two or three. Um, See, I come from a fighting family. Fighting, uh, yeah, your like, dad, well, judo, 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 yeah, yeah, that's right. Badass. Yeah, so it's, uh, that's all. It's always been around, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but not as much. That's why getting back into it. I don't think when I started fighting, it was probably only for you know three, three or six months that I was yeah. training. But yeah, man, I just the, uh, I don't think I've been that. Um, kind of inspired uh, around something, you know, a sport like I, I did with, with martial arts. 100%. You know, and something that's, yeah, it's actually, you know, after this conversation, I think it's something, it's just such a positive thing. It's not for everybody. It's not for It's everybody. not for everybody. That's, and I also definitely think like, um, you know, it depends on where your mind is and, and, and what sort of a brain. Yeah. Um, well, well, not say brain, how you think and how yeah, you're, yeah. you know, how you work. No, no. I think going back to our first point, right, it's also... And you know, Certain you might. Of people want that edge mm. and, and want to go deeper into themselves and what they're capable of and, and where the envelope is, you know, and, and push that. Amen. And it's also like one of the things that I've noticed is that um, there's no, there's no, uh, you know, like there can be this massive stigma, which I think more, more and more people should get rid of. It's like that, you know, where if someone's, you know, not making the cut and he's getting bashed and stuff that we kind of look down upon that, mm. but we fail to realize that, wait a minute, this person's here. Mm. Yeah, they're there. Yeah, they're, they're this in person's the ring, here right? and yeah. the only, let's not even talk about like, you know, like in a ring, in a fight, in training. They're mm. kids that get, you know, that, that, that are, you know, getting clobbered by guys way higher level. Mm. And people are like, uh, people, some, there's some groups of people that can make some pretty, you know, lewd comments and, and this make fun of the dude. And it's, right. and, you know, and I think that's quite lame, and that's bringing out this really lower level of intelligence in the sport. Yeah. Where you're like, what are you doing this for, man? Can't you understand the fact that the guy is here? He's here. He wants yeah. to train. He's going through his battles. Because that's like life, though, right? Yeah, like you walk correct. down the street. Hundred percent. You know, there's tools everywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> not, not much you can do about that kind of stuff. Yeah, and then it's also like you know, with all this trash talk and stuff, people kind of think some fighters. It's a but big part of the sport. Yeah. It's a big part of this. Yeah. Big part I like, of the sport. but I like those humble I, fighters. I don't man. mind it though. <laughs> I, I like it, but I like it. When it doesn't escalate into the personal realms, yeah, hundred percent. When, when, it is just when, trash when talk, you call man. that game out, yeah, yeah, and you yeah, know it's that, yeah, and, yeah, then, yeah. and then after the fight, it's, there's, it's the respect and love and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's, that's when you cool. see the whole full circle of it, yeah. right? And yeah. that's a but beautiful sometimes, experience. Man, but yeah, it just people... it escalates. You know, the stakes are high. <laughs> and it goes nuts. down. Like there's some stuff out there right now that's going on. That's, that's like, crazy. Wow. It's like it's like watching a drama. Like oh my god, yeah, yeah. At some point, you kind of step out of that. What I wanted to ask, man, as well, just going back to the kind of training stuff again, like so you talking about before before the podcast you were you were saying that you kind of focus on um was it skeletal and body movement did i get that right yeah so is that my, kind of your like, focus yeah when you're training well, my, people? my focus would be athletic um 
So basically, ideally, like achieving athletic uh, ability. Okay. Improving one's athletic ability. Yeah. And athletic ability for me is a number of different things, and it's it's uh, it's facilitated through developing a number of different things. You okay. Know? I like. Like a like someone might already be a natural athlete means they already have really good uh, motor response and their firing patterns and their reflexes are really quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. And so, how what kind of training you do for that? And generally speaking, like I'd love you know I'm happy to turn like uh, one of my newest clients is someone who wants to get into into MMA, right? And and he, I mean, like you know, it, it, he's. Uh, He's got a, you know, depending on, he's got a fair bit to develop. Yep, sure. Uh, through just his physicality before yep. he could, you know, take that, take that, mm. take, take it to that level. Mm. So that's it's going to be interesting working with elite level. Yeah, and then yeah. working with someone from, but you know, the driving systems uh, have to be one way or the other. You know, have to be honored, and and mm-hmm. the, the fact that this person wants to take it to the next level is. Is, is huge. One of the key I things that's possible as well, man. Like you got to give people that opportunity to see what they can do, right? right? Like if they want yeah. if they're going to stick to it. How do you go about that then? Like, um, like the psych, the well, you got to give them. Side. You got to you got to get them to do what's required. Yeah, and if they can make the cut, yeah, they, that's a conversation they have to have yeah. with themselves. You need probably that motivator as well. Yeah, like, and so I usually like I became. We all went through you know, you know training for power, training for strength, training for body composition. We all did the different trainings. We trained with Paul Quinn, Charles Paul Quinn, trained with Clean Health in Sydney. We trained with. Um, you know Keegan Smith uh, from the Real Movement Project. We we trained with a bunch of people. Luke Lehman. Is that all that kind of movement training stuff? Yeah, yeah, doing? yeah. yeah. We, and then like uh, some of the boys trained with Edo Portal. Really? Yeah. So it's like we've we've got a plethora of different places to get our knowledge from. Yep. However, uh, we're starting to uh, you know realize that um, every individual is a little bit different, mm-hmm. right? And um, when you're when you're training. Um, when you're training, uh, what's it called? Um, your everyday average person, Mm -hmm. you have to figure out what it is. And so at some point, a lot of people keep coming into the gym and they're like, I just want to look good. Right. Or I want to lose this fat here. And they they have these fantasies of spot fat reduction, which is not, 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 not really possible. Um, unless it's aided, you know, with, on this, whatever <laughs> but realistically that. speaking people will have these very weird notions of what what fitness and what what health and what you know strength and all that is mm-hmm. and so every time a client like that comes and wants to train with me i say you know i can i respect that you know you want the mirror muscles you like the beach body it's all good you know and there's a whole industry out there that's been made from that uh, but maybe you should train with another trainer. Yeah. You know, because yeah, they're probably more motivated than I am to do yeah. that for you. You've got to have some interest in it. Right? Yeah, 100%. Like that, because my main thing is, like, person. let's get you, turn you into a better athlete. Yeah. Or let's have something to train for. Because what are we training for ultimately, right? That's, what, that's a pretty big question mm-hmm. um, that you need to ask. And when you're training to perform and function better, mm-hmm. the motivation is on tap. How can you stop performing? No. And, you know. and you always like it's like it becomes for me. You know, it was what I replaced my old addictions with was that addiction. Hey Amen. Right, like That's it was exactly just, where we were. Yeah, 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 yeah. For me now, it's like, and look, granted, it's in and out. It's not a thing I, I consistently do just because I stack a lot on, and I yeah. haven't mastered 
the business and, and grassroots mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and training and my relationships. I haven't done, I haven't mastered. I go through stages where I do, but I haven't mastered that consistency, you know. And I find without the goal for me of putting something in place, mm-hmm. you know, I find it hard to maintain that. Yeah. Um, but very much, yeah, 100% motivated by that continual growth. Um, and sometimes it's the physical, sometimes it's the, the mental you know, or sometimes it's the business or whatever it might be, but constantly looking for that next. Yeah. And so like what happens is with a lot of these people that do these 12 week transformations, it's great. It's great for the look and it's great for the, you know, for the general, like, look what we turn this person to this person. But there's over an, I think there's over a 70% relapse rate. Yeah. yeah, Where these people just go back to shit. Of course. And the truth is like easy come, easy go. And I saw, so my conversation with this client and with most of my clients, all my clients actually is, Listen, I'll get you to a body that is probably more beautiful than you can imagine. Yeah. Right? But I'll get you there in a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And it takes that and time. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Right? Like I look at myself from six, seven years ago mm. and I was doing the bodybuilding specific It's completely training. different. It's completely yeah. different, completely you know? Different, and yeah. then... And, and, I wouldn't train my legs enough and all that stuff. <laughs> and now all I do is like, boom, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. all I'm doing is functional and I'm training and I don't even care about how I look. I mean, it would be a complete lie to say I don't at all care. Um, <laughs> but still, still think about it. Yeah. But it's different when you're, when you're moving, when you're, when you're, when you're performing mm. in the weight room mm. or as an athlete impressively, the chances are over ninety five percent that you look impressive. Of course, so and, and when, I think the when body has balanced, to right? has to uh, to to do a, a feat of yeah. excellence in yeah. any way. It has to act in that way. That's can right. it? Can it? Yeah. You know, uh, uh, skeletally, muscularly, and right. Like even sorry to cut you off, but like no, even no, looking no, at like no. when you used to train. Yeah. And the way you walked. Yeah. Like you walk heaps better now. Yeah. Like heaps better because you were, you were jacked up body. Like people, it, it, people were just like, God damn, Rez. Like, God yeah. damn, man, just yeah. chill out a little bit. But now you, yeah. you, you, yeah, you're lean and you, you're more balanced throughout your whole body. Like you just had more of an athletic build. Yeah. You know? 100%. And I think you and seem healthier. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it, it is true. And then you look at like, I used to have this conversation with a lot of my clients and they say like, look, you look at the guys who go to the gym for the muscles and stuff. They move in these linear patterns and yep. they keep the sh- their range of motion short and they look like that. <laughs> they look short in their yeah, muscles and they yeah. look blocky and yep. they don't have any, you know, smooth, Movement, yeah. um, you know, actual range of motion through mm-hmm. their skeletal system. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then they get hurt. Those yeah. guys can't, they look like the epitome of physical health. But well, all it the takes is one, one movement Just, outside of oh, that range, right? That's it. Yeah, yeah. it breaks. Mm-hmm. And so, like we, like I, t- I, t- I tell them, like you look at some of these running backs in the NFL, uh, you know, and the NFL or you know the college league, uh, football in the states, and you look at a running back, a wide receiver, or a, a defensive back, and you look at these guys and their footwork and their skills. These guys walk up to you and you look at them and you're like, yeah, pretty damn athletic from the front. They turn sideways and these guys are thick as fuck. Really? Yeah. You know, they're dense yeah. glutes, glutes, dense mid back, upper back, lower traps. Their necks are developed, their calves, their whole posterior chain yeah. Yeah. is on tap, right? Because mm. that's what propels us. So we focus 
I focus so much on developing that in my athletes. You were in that in the early days. I remember yeah. you always yeah. like, you know, um, we um, we had apartments in the same building. You yeah. you come up and be like, yeah, bro, you know, you like you're looking at the hips and yes. stuff, and you always be, you know, re re shifting other like, people's posture that were coming over, and you're always kind of in that zone. From yeah, because place. I mean, I definitely think like uh, there's there's so many stresses that the body has to go through just from moving inefficiently. I sit on this chair, right, yeah. all day. So I have these pains mm. here because this is yes, this is my natural exactly, natural yeah. position. And ideally, you, know? you want to be like tummy tucked in, yeah. Uh, the rib cage drop and the collarbones up, shoulders depressed, mm. and like yeah, like, like most people might think that I'm posing here, but I'm really relaxed. No, but, and this is the thing. But at the start, it hurts. Like it yeah. hurts to be because in that it's position. not in that position often. That's right. Yeah, right? it's you're actually having to flex yeah. into that position yeah, because it. your natural position is like that. Yeah. But as you keep flexing into that position, which is exercise, right? <laughs> uh, corrective exercise. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Then you get to this point where you're like this, and the people are just like, you know, initially there's a there's there's a difference between a guy walking around with his chest flared because he's got really jacked up lats mm -hmm. and stuff and there's a difference between your athlete that's got really loose lats but really powerful ones mm -hmm. he's, his shoulders are low hit the distance between his ears and his shoulder girdle is low is, mm -hmm. you know is his his whole scapular um uh, both his caps sit low and these guys have you when they walk they, they look normal they look ready they, they, they look like they got to jump on somebody yeah, yeah right yeah. they can jump yeah. when they want to yeah, they can yeah. sprint when they, they want to there's that that fluid in their movement. Mm, mm. Um, whereas if mm. you, tr if you're not training athletically, you're not going to get athletic. No, it's got to be a full range, man. I, I find that like I went through these stages where for me it started with cardio. So I ran for mm. two years, did a couple of marathons, a bunch of races. Um, then I'm like, okay, I want to shift now. And I started doing weights and I stopped running, stopped doing cardio, <laughs> just did weights right yeah, for a year. Yeah, and I yeah. started to look good. Like yeah. I started to put weight on and then I'm like, okay, now I want to bleed. And then I got into like, like body, Body weight training, but body movement, more like movement mm -hmm, stuff, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm. um, Re-experiencing the body. Calisthenics, yeah. you know, a lot more yoga. And I was kind of doing yoga throughout it, but then it was the combination. Now combining all of those things, surfing, yeah. rock climbing, weights, movement, swimming, mm -hmm. you know, and you start yeah. to get a much more, yeah, fluid holistic, experience, yeah. holistic yeah. experience. Holistic, yeah, yeah. So what do you reckon about like people starting, man? I remember for me, like for me, I, I was very motivated to start. So it's like I got to a stage where I'm like, okay, if I don't do yeah. this, I'm going to die. So yeah, it's like, you know, for me, that was, yeah, I was yeah. at that yeah, bottom yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you, you must have people come through that um, that drop off pretty quickly and then others that don't. Like, do you think? They do. There's a lot of things like dropping off too quickly is because I think sometimes what, what like I've got a really, really uh, low lever rate. So uh, um, I've been blessed. You know, I love all my clients. They're all sweethearts. Uh, and you know like they don't leave me which is kind of cute okay yeah, uh, and so yeah. but I do challenge them regularly like yeah. they keep coming back to me and be like but what about this fat I still look the same and yeah. I'm like I don't care that you look the same you know like you look how much stronger you are yeah. I look, yeah. like overall you look way better yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know but like you're things, looking at yeah. this one little yeah. thing or like the chub in your uh, in your triceps like aren't better than your girlfriend yeah fuck your girlfriend yeah, right? uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but when it comes to like that it's like my like I try so my thing really at the moment is simplicity but complexity in movement so our brains so this is funny right so our brains are designed like this new research you know i don't know how i'm and i'm i'm, I'm, a, I'm a believer in like you know i believe 
I have no structured belief systems. I'm ready to entertain anything and everything without having to agree or disagree. It's just food for thought. Percent. You know, it keeps me exponentially growing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't want to get yeah, always moving, be the water, you know, my unattached. Be the water. Yeah, you know, yeah. be water by Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah. when it comes to that, like I came I, I did some did some research and some research that's come out and says that our brains are designed to engage through our vessel, which is the you know, this this organism um, in complex movement, right? So what that basically means, in other words, is that our brains grow the more we learn to move complexly mm. and mm. the easier we find life, right? And things just happen for us. It's, 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 it's really weird, but ideally there's this, <laughs> uh, there was this study of like, it was like a sea urchin. I'm not sure if it was a sea urchin or a cucumber type thing. It was translucent. And what this thing does is basically after it's, it's come into adolescence, it's floating around in the water and its job is to find a nice, like rough rock yeah, that okay. it can attach to. Yeah. Right. And it's got a pretty, pretty intelligent brain at the time that has the ability to decipher what the, 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 the type of rock, whether it, and what the, the current of the ocean and how much plankton is going through for it to feed on, etc. Mm. So what's the right direction? And is this going to be a good harvest spot? Once it gets on that rock, it literally, Gets stuck there and doesn't have to move in here ever again, <laughs> right? So what do you think happens right then? It starts to die, I guess. It literally digests its brain. Its brain. Well, what? Yeah, I guess what's it challenging itself with, right? It's not. It's There's not. It doesn't require no, any yeah. more thinking power. Correct. Yeah, so if okay. you stop moving, yeah. Uh, well, they say it's like the shark, right? The shark that stops swimming dies. Well, like it's you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. hardcore. That's crazy. So, so then is it about then building up that level of complexity? Complexity yeah, over with a period each, of time. Each client, uh, my aim is to like, okay, you can't do. Obviously, with fighters, it's a little bit different because they're they have a specific outcome that they're yep. after. But your general client, like if they don't have a goal for themselves, or then it's just keep introducing more complexity into that. So like, for me, ultimately, it's Olympic lifting, weightlifting, mm-hmm. lift, basically taking as much weight as you can from the floor up to above your head in the fastest, you know, fastest jerk possible. It requires an immense level of skeletal correct form okay. um, and precision. You can't have. Um, dysfunctional joints mm. and be able to uh, execute one of those lifts Something's effectively. Happen, right? Something's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, you're going to yeah, yeah. mess it up. And you yeah. can't. And even if you can, you'll probably be able to muscle through some of the lighter weights. But when it comes to this point where you're moving some serious weight, you can't do it without precise technique. That's why I worry about pushing weights when I train by myself. So I do a bit of yeah. the powerlifting stuff, yeah, right? yeah, nothing yeah. crazy, but yeah. I, I'm at I, I do it lightly because I'm like, if I go any heavier, I, I know my techniques aren't in yeah. check all the time. I'm going to do something. Yeah, like I'm going to lose something. What? How do you feel about, I've been reading a bunch of stuff or listening to a bunch of stuff recently around, um, you know, not training to fail, you know, and, and having this, this maintaining level of training where you don't just blow out every three days and they can't 100%. train for two days. I'm all, all for it. Unless you're overreaching and you're not trying to train for a comp or something like that, yeah. then it's a totally different story. But ideally what you're trying to do here is, if you can do 10 reps on a chin-up, right? Or you can do 10 reps on a bench yep. or a squat. Sure. I'm yep. going to get you to do just do six or seven max. Yeah. Okay. Maybe five even. Yeah. Right? At that weight. Yeah. So, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. so that you can come back tomorrow or you can come back day after and do the same thing this again. This so the volume. Yeah, so the volume's higher, it's right? All about like, yeah. It's all about like uh, Faraz Zahabi, um, mm. who's the head coach um, at TriStar in, in Canada, in Montreal. 
George St. Pierre's gym. Uh, that's who. That's who I was listening to. It must yeah. have been him because I'm like that blew my mind. Yeah, man. Like, legit. Like, anything, he's, right? he, I mean, he'd definitely be someone I really agree with, and I'm so glad that people like him exist in the planet because mm. I've had ideas like that in my head for a long time, and I'm just going like, oh, why is everyone so yeah. like anal about yeah. like one way linear yeah. progression? Yeah. It doesn't work that way. No, our bodies are designed to. Like there's farmer strength. You know what farmer strength is? Like you look it's at a farmer, right? it's consistent yeah. every day, every yeah. day. And like I've met, like so my my boy Cam, uh, Cam Taylor, the strong man, he can't do certain things that one of his uh, mates, farmer dad, okay. his dad's yeah. a farmer, can yeah. do quite easily. Yeah. And this guy's the strongest guy in his Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, right? it's the other because it's just, body. He's been doing that movement that many yeah. times and he does it regularly. I think I find that with like running, you know, the runners – it's a consistent they, – they're constantly backing up those runs and it's a mm. consistent thing and then they do the recoveries and they go back out there. And that's why I think if you keep at that stuff, you can extend your ability to run to such an intense oh, – intense level. Like that dude that, the, what about that dude who did 50, 52 marathons in 52 days in yeah. 52 states? Yeah, crazy, right? Oh. Like, and, it's just, <laughs> and we're just so far – the beauty of all this stuff that we're talking about is we seem to be so far from – what humans are capable of and obviously that will enhance and change over time as different supplements and stuff come in but yeah man it just it's i love the growth and you know the growth over the last especially over the last kind of 20 30 years just around that you know biohacking or optimization stuff and how far we can take the human experience yeah 100 percent. it's crazy it's, it's, it's getting really 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 uh really impressive at the moment like I remember a few years ago I was really into like doing you know you know the 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 isolated uh, isolated movements and I I I was still innovating and I was coming up with different exercises and stuff um but then I was seeing that what I was after was like you know a certain uh, a certain body that looked like a good function mm-hmm. and I started realizing what was the bodies that I was most attracted to mm-hmm. aesthetically through mm-hmm. the golden ratio which mean you were like all yeah over yeah yeah right? true. and yeah. so looking well, at that sense, and right? so I would look at and so that's pretty much pretty much all my training at the moment yeah. is it's gymnastics training mm-hmm. calisthenics yeah um, Olympic lifting for my weight training okay right and I sprint twice a week yeah a sprint coach. yeah 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 and uh, and I do plyometrics in the beach, right? In water. With plyometrics? So it's like explosive uh, okay, jumping yeah, and yeah. bouncing. So do you do much cardio? Um, or do you think you gain pretty, cardio pretty, across you, you the do, board? You do, get, you do get that. But honestly, no. My cardio, I would have to say, is not anything to be spoken about. Okay. So, yeah, so it's definitely somewhere, somewhere that you, I need to develop. But something. I'd have to do a whole nine-week bracket where I'd probably hit just that yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and I'd probably taper down on everything else because mm. after nine weeks the amount of gain you get in your cardiovascular ability is quite minute in comparison to the amount of work you need to do in that first nine weeks yeah that makes so sense that's man. what that's what, that's what everyone does like you know, the cyclists and uh, off season mm-hmm. um, um, field athletes mm-hmm. it's, it's a nine week cycle then how long do you think nine it takes after max. you hit let's say your let's say for a person who hits what I call like race. That's I'm talking about VO2 max. Okay. So, VO, yeah. So your VO2 max, really. You get yeah. to that maximum point of like the biggest, biggest jump with your VO2 max. And then after that, you've got, you can like, it's too What's minute. Drop off it's, rate. It, the drop off rate isn't, you can maintain it as long as you're training at, at capacity at least twice a week. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know my, uh, at like literally like tw- eight, twice a week. Is it? Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Like my, my Garmin beats down on me if I haven't run for a while. Yeah. Like, and also like same thing with detraining. strength, like same thing with your strength. It's like, um, it, you generally need to, uh, you need to maintain 30%, 30 to 40% of 
the resistance training that you did to create the muscle and to create the strength okay, to yep. maintain it. Okay. And on a weekly cycle. So, yeah. So yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah. say, you know, you were part of like for, to take you to overreaching parameters. You yep. went to a point where you were trying to develop a fair bit of strength and sure. you went through that. So if I'm training six days a week, yeah. you know what you're saying? If I maintain a two to three, I can maintain that work that I did in the first place. 100%, right? Okay, but yeah, at the yeah, same yeah. level of intensity. But it has to be the same level Similar, intensity. Similar level of intensity. Yeah. Uh, but at least, yeah, you can, you can you can take that percentage however way you want it. Sure, sure, sure. Just sure, take the sure. out, like, a good about. way of looking at it is just take the full poundage that mm-hmm. you do, how many reps for how many reps, okay, yeah, uh, for how many sets, and then you calculate the total weight that moved, and you can take just thirty percent of that and hit that. That's a really cool tip if you want to call it that, right? Because what you're saying there and I'm poundage just calculations. Tonnage calculations where it's at. Man, it's, it's epic easy. because it's like, let's say, for example, you've been training and this is what happens to me. I, I'll train consistently and when I, like, I'm addictive, right? So uh-huh, I go uh-huh, in, uh-huh. I train like I got machine, you. Yeah, I got you. and I'm, I'm doing it five times a week, six times a week. I'm running, I'm doing it twice a day at the moment. Like I'm training at the moment. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then, and then what happens is always something, right? But yeah. then, but then life will happen, and mm. and I'll travel, so I go away Saturday. I'm away for a week, two weeks. I'm in yeah. Asia. Just it's, skip. It's hot. Take a skipping rope with you. It, well, this is the thing, right? Yeah. And without having in your mind that I need to maintain what I was doing to know that I can drop back to 40 percent, still. So get the it main done. thing is like, yeah, a lot of people don't think about like they go away and their life sh- like their life shuts down. But mm. you need to t- when you go away, mm. you just look at what's my minimum mm. effective dosage of training yeah 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 that's and epic you apply that that's awesome so minimum yeah. effect and, that, and, and, and when you're going through your overreaching parameters you're trying to progress sure right yeah. you're trying to build muscle you're yeah. trying to build home, strength or whatever it is gym. you're looking yeah. at improving each one of your workouts yeah but Paul Cech says this uh, and Paul Cech's like you know the father of holistic um, holistic strength and conditioning and all that stuff around mm. it like he goes into the brain the spirit and all that stuff epic um, pretty cool dude look yeah. into him um, and he talks about only progressing your workouts by literally no more than one to maximum three percent. This is really cool. Okay, so I'm just gonna just it's like yeah, having a personal go, training session. Uh, yeah, but so like so okay. So and over what period of time? Because that's how I so I do it at the moment by feel, right? So and that I, might I literally be one to three percent. You just, I, I mean, a lot of people go the feel thing is all right to a certain extent, yeah, yeah. but it's not all right if you want to progress. So I, at the moment, I kind of do what, what seems to be, a, and I'll just do weight training as an okay, example, yeah. because it's easy to measure. So I'll, I'll, I'll be you know lifting at whatever it might be, um, or, or doing dumbbells or whatever it might be, and every essentially every two weeks, I'll increase the weight. Around about, I that's feel a good, that's that's good. The that's body great. kind of that's one week goes, then by the next week I'm going. Okay, I I feel like I'm because you got to go there. through one week. Generally, like how I like it doing it with with people who are beginners or novices in in their training realm. I want them to try a new weight, mm. and then they'll struggle. And mm-hmm. the next week they are a bit better at doing it and mastering it almost. And then that the week after that they literally deload. Okay, they go lower yeah. they go back down so that's what you call wave progression or okay. wave periodization but, and why are you going back down is that just because, because you probably shouldn't be lifting at those no it's a super compensation effect so uh. your body you give your body some time because you've basically gone up uh, right. and then you've hit it yeah. so what happens is you go up up deload okay so week one is you increase weights week two it's either you increase weights or you stay at the same weight but increase reps and sets 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And week three is you stay the same weight or go even a little bit heavier, but then you reduce your number of sets. So overall total volume lifted is a lot lesser. So your central nervous system has this massive back off. Yeah. 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 Breather. Yeah. You're like, Oh, I'm done already. Mm. And that's perfect. Yeah. Mm. That's exactly where you want to be. And you go home. I like that cycle. Right? And man. then you literally come back to it. And so then week four is literally a little bit higher than what you did at week one. Yeah. So you're going yeah. up. It's oh, not linear. So then the past is never linear. Pattern, it's like boom, boom. Yeah. Boom. It's coming back out. Boom. Yeah. I but like you have that. to go through the drop off. Yeah. 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 That's how um, you, you know, you make it makes complete it. sense because I know with everything else in life, it's that recovery. That allows you to progress again. It's like a rubber band effect. Right? If like you're under under trained, yeah. under people who are under rested, right? Uh, like like some, you know, <laughs> they're like in a lot of guys in the in the jiu-jitsu world. They say like there's no such thing as overtraining. <laughs> it's just under rested. Which, oh, I like that. Which yeah. makes which you know it's it's a fair argument on itself. Sure. And, and I'm all for it as well. And like I said, and so I definitely think if someone's getting the amount of rest that they want, they want to get 10, 12 hours. Yeah. And they can they can hit three, four hard sessions a day. Yeah, yeah. Right? And yeah. they can maintain that. Obviously you need a number of different things. You need to get a little bit of well. age on your side, yeah. a little bit of you know, testosterone wouldn't yeah. be, you know, like you're producing your own that you when you test like in your twenties it's a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. Than it is in your and as you get older you gotta be smarter. Mm. You gotta really look at economies of scale. Yeah. And you gotta really <laughs> economize what you have because there's you're probably doing a lot more when you're older. Yeah. And when you're younger, you have the time to just, you know, zone in and fully focus. Like at the moment, Kevin, Kevin's, Kev, Kevin lives in a dojo. Oh, uh, really? He yeah. lives, okay. <laughs> he yeah, lives okay. in a dojo. Yeah, so this is why he's he doing. He literally yeah. doesn't do anything. He, he makes his money from teaching judo. Okay. Yeah. Right. So he fights. So he's, yeah, yeah. He fights. He's, he's tunnel vision. Yeah. And that's it. That's why everybody else Epic. is yeah, doing awesome. his thinking for him when it comes yeah. to his health and yeah. stuff. That's he's best. just deciding where he wants to go next yeah, and yeah. everyone supports him with that. Yeah. So that's how you want. That's, I mean, that's an athletic mindset, right? But like the same thing is, let's say you're you're the creative engineer or something, and you're the th- you're, you're the ideas guy. Then you have your whole, you know, your your, your chain of command. You have your you have your uh, promoter. You have your oh, you have to, uh, yeah. You have it's your, like a business, your, your, your money lord. Yeah. You have your. And you need to know your people, like like our business. Like there's people, man. We, we hire people that are smarter than us. That's what we do. We hire the people around us to make ourselves better. Percent right? outsource that shit, man. Everything, man. Yeah, let's everything. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you're just like. <laughs> Sitting oh, here waiting all day, and people want to be the best at everything. And sometimes I get that slack a lot of people. Are like, so what are you like? You're like a guru. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not a guru at all. I'm just, you know, I'm. I'm very fascinated by mm-hmm. human optimization mm-hmm. and, and what we can achieve. And I think like this is this is where the elite level of human human potential is right now. And I believe this is what we can achieve. Yeah. And my ultimate goal in the long run is really getting guys like you see, like Kevin and all these guys. Like, you know, it's. It, I'm not like looking at you know making a name for no reason there's a reason right and my bigger greater picture is there's there's things going on in the world that that, that are not necessarily up to the standard that i'd like to like it to be mm-hmm. and, and the standard that a lot of my friends family yeah. people like care and love and you know are uh, you know like uh respect yeah um they're all on the same page with me mm-hmm. and so we got to do something about this and mm-hmm. how you're going to do it is is your thing mm-hmm. and that's what i believe in. and like you know getting these boys so at some stage, uh, to the right horn. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. they've got that access to yeah. that many people. Yeah. That are that inspired by them. Speak the truth. There, it's it's real. Mm. I just want to battle. I'm telling you guys what's up. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Kids are the next generation. Yeah. You know, the mo- the, that's where our future is. Our yeah. future isn't in me and you training each other. No. But we're done. Yeah, yeah. We, don't, <laughs> you know we had I mean? our time. Yeah, we yeah. had our time. It's yeah. the next generation. Yeah, of course. And it's the people yeah, that are coming. That's good man. You know, and then when you look at them and then you, let's say hypothetically speaking, you got a couple of, you know, non-government, what, NGOs or whatever it is, you got a couple of foundations that look after some really intricate things that are making the lives of other people a lot better. Mm. You know, mm. tooting that horn. Yeah, man. You I, know, man. On, on that world global pay-per-view yeah 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 and then all of a sudden you get five ten thousand followers yeah like that and that's what's gonna make lives of maybe five ten thousand people better but it takes what i find like and probably great i'm not sure what time we're we're hitting here yeah how we're rolling yeah yeah, we're we're deep we're deep (laughs) (laughs) how are you for time you good i'm good i'm good good. good. okay cool um yeah man i think that's an interesting thing as well is that that persistence you need, you know, it can take one situation, one bit of content, you know, one thing that you've put out there and created can change everything. You know, it's that one opportunity that you get that will will suddenly turn the work that you've done, all of this work that we've spoken about today that you've put in, you know, into something that has impact and can push things out, you know, and I think it's, you've got to be, you gotta be vigilant, man. You gotta be persistent. Well, it's like, you know, it's like we say that if, if, if we are the, we are the picture of health and, and then why, why also aren't we the picture of intelligence and why mm. also are we not the picture of compassion and mm. why are we also not the picture of uh, intellect mm-hmm. right and, 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 and so it's not just one realm no. you know uh-huh. uh, it's, it's, it's merging and that's what I find is so exciting about our time right now we're in that zone we get access to all the information now <sighs> And, and, it's, and it's, man, as you're saying, there's some heavy stuff going out in the world oh and it's challenging, yeah. you know, but but it's it's also like super insightful. Like I've, I think I've done more self-work around who I am and who I was and not just from the transition of starting to get healthy and training and all those kind of mm-hmm, things, but mm-hmm. just who I am as a man, what things I've done in the past, what what's kind of acceptable, not acceptable. There's a lot of like self-checking now because we have access to 100%. The, the information. We used to have right? to rely on libraries. Yeah, and other and, other, and other and other other you know specialists or the uh, news or the news or federations like the FDA and etc. To release information. Yeah. Like, you know what we're like? It's crazy because like what, what whatever we're finding out right now will take another 10, 12 years before it gets approved by the FDA and is available to the mass public. Absolutely. Whereas now. Yeah, you know the people are going. You know what? Let's just try it on me. Yeah, and then let's yeah. try it on you, bro. You ready? And then yeah. you know, before you know, it, we've got enough data. Yeah, to produce that is there. Yeah, that's there. And yeah. they're like, hey, let's do it for people. Well, it's interesting, right? Because and you know, the funny thing is, two guys can just sit here and do this, right, and share hey, their yeah, knowledge. Yeah. And that's what right. I find really cool is once you do activate the mind and open yourself to to that that optimization to that growth mindset that you were talking about before you start to one podcast will and people talk about it all the time will lead you into the next and mm-hmm. one bit of content will lead you down another rabbit hole and mm-hmm. so on and so forth and you start to gain this tapestry of understanding of, of things that when someone else maybe a new person comes into your gym and wants to start training or a new friend comes into your life and is intrigued by some of the things that you talk about you've got so many things to draw on that you can yeah. you can introduce to people and share with people you know it's an, a, an amazing time that we have that kind of access yeah i think it's i i, I wouldn't you know if, if people say do you have any regrets in life and i say like 
oh man, I could write you a list. <laughs> but really, you know, I could write you a list that will go on, you know, I don't Close know when I stop. Yeah, but yeah. let's be real. Like I actually love everything that's ever happened in my life to bring me to the position that I'm in right now. And it's all, it's all part of a bigger picture. And that's why I completely entrust into the universe. Yep. I'm like, you know, the universe is me. I'm the universe. You're the universe. The world, we're all the universe. Me. We're yep. all doing it, you know? Yeah. We're all experiencing itself, you know, going back to like things like, you know, uh, you know, like, you know, grassroots, let's go, you know, like, like actual medicate, medicating yourself with, uh, yeah, with you know, what's, what's been provisioned to us. Yeah. Yeah. Know, just the natural. Right? And, 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 and yeah. you see these realities mm-hmm. and it's, it's becoming more and more common now, you know, I, so. I believe, I remember like five, 10 years ago when we talk about something like DMT, people would be like, Whoa, what the fuck is yeah, that? Yeah. Now, man, like they're punks. Stand. Like I got, I got, I got an athlete that I train and while I'm trained, I actually mentor him and he is 21 and makes some of the best DMT I've ever heard. And, yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, and I'm just going like, oh my, and you know, literally got onto it and then started, I'm like, wow. Yeah. Yoga, it's it's, it's right? kind of commonplace these days, <laughs> that kind of stuff. And it, it was so edge, I don't know, 10 years ago, you know, and, and, and we know. were on that edge. Yeah. Always. Like, we were well, on and, that yes, edge. That's what I was saying before. Like when you do sit on that edge, you are at the precipice of that change. You know, you do feed that facts, stuff into your facts. life, right? Like okay. it comes in, yeah. man. And, and and that's why you're always looking for that next thing to evolve the mind, to evolve the story. Mm. And, and it's, yeah, I think if you can shift into that zone, it's it's kind of pretty exciting stuff. And, you know, even like the, the, the kind of thing around Grassroots One, like it's yeah, definitely started with that stuff in mind because that was the trigger for me to, to gain the self-awareness to start to change and want to, create and put things out there and impact and all those kind of things but it's evolving into so many more things like this conversation today has been completely in yeah. the physical realm you know yeah, like and that's that's a beautiful beautiful thing about being i think like you were talking about this at the start having no well, the funny thing is like it, it is physical mm. but i mean purely because that's a subject but we could just go anywhere from it of course because yeah. it, it's all connected yeah you were saying oh no just just that yeah, like no structured belief. Yeah, the no, yeah, exactly. Like it's you were saying before. Like if you don't have that structured belief, if you you are at least open to that next. And I spoke about this in a, in a talk I did the other other week in Sydney. You know, if you're open to that op- next bit of information, um, that next bit of data that can come in, it can change your trajectory in life completely 100%. you know and if, I, if you're structured I, I almost, you can't I, do that i almost believe that that's that is the universe talking to you mm. and everything happens for a reason mm. to a certain extent and you have uh the more adept you are at dealing with the finer energies of life mm. the more control you have over this uh this this simulation this construct mm. whatever you want to call it and i think you need to actually practice in those realms you need to you know if you're not meditating if you're not um you know s- sitting there in deep thought and you're not looking into uh complex questions of where we're from mm-hmm. where we've you know how we've come up here and where are we going etc etc it's like you're not going to get out of that rat race where it's just you know you're driving that nine to five and you're just you know looking at i'm making you know i'm working for the man mm-hmm. for what mm-hmm. you know to buy stuff that i don't necessarily need to impress people i don't really care mm-hmm. about and uh you know, and be someone who I'm really not. Mm. Uh, and the time I figure it out is by the time I'm going to an old person's home yeah, that's and I'm, like life's robbed me of yeah. what, you know, so people, 
are now getting into that zone where like it, this is this is probably the most exciting time I can imagine. I'm sure every generation says that, but sure, um, yeah. But, uh, but it I'm is definitely right? saying, like, it I'm is. saying, I'm owning that. It's yeah. Yeah. like it is. It's, like, it's, it's super always, exciting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're changing. The world's changing. The talent, you know, the talent, the 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 the, the standard and mm. the the echelon of of information that's out there right now, and at the at the at the 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 vast you know like like ability to reach out mm -hmm. is so intense mm -hmm. you know like uh dr Martini said a little while ago um who's a behavioral scientist sure, yeah, and, him, yeah. um and he once said he's like he's like you know if you have a golf-sized consciousness you'll have a golf size effect. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. And then so right. like to have it. To have a universal to, size consciousness. There we yeah, go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I knew from a kid, I always had this universal consciousness and I was like, man, I don't even care if I'm from this planet. Right. I'm here to change stuff. Right. Yeah. That's right. Right. So I'm like, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, you know, it's like, I'm here. We're here for something bigger. And I had a conversation the other day and someone asked me, he's like, I'm like, he's like, you know, all humans have the same need. And it's like, Everybody wants someone to love, someone to care about, and they want a nice, warm spot on the rock. Sure. Yeah, right? man. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, okay, that's true, maybe, but I don't want that only because does. the reality of the situation, I've had that, but I realized that there's millions, billions of people on our planet that can't even conceive of that luxury. No, yeah, that's, right? that's they're very thinking much about a, food. They're thinking about, so yeah. I'm like, what about that? It's very much a Western luxury, that kind of concept. <laughs> yeah. That's that thinking's not... You know, and it's like that kind of one percent thinking where people would just like say, "Yeah, the one percent of the world like has all the money," and like you know that. Yeah. It's like, but well, that's a victim but, mindset. All but one hundred percent, like we, we are that one percent. Yeah. Like Correct. you know, we're here we have all the money. Like hundred kind of percent. Right? Like, apparently, me and you. This is a stat. This is a stat that I saw. Like I think it was like you eight nine years ago. Mm. If me and you were walking home and we still had five cents in our pocket or we had a cent in our bank account, mm. right? By the end of the day, it means our bills paid everything our rent's paid and we still have a cent in our, to mm. our name that puts us in the top 13% of the world yeah, yeah what? That, that would make complete sense facts yeah facts <laughs> yeah, facts right yeah you know that puts yeah. things in a real you know like so there's like a whole you know <laughs> a whole 87% of the world that is literally has no concept of where we yeah. are I think that's that's why it's important again to I always just want to be, make that available. Yeah, like, well, that's I think that's the thing, right? It's always about that. You got to learn. You got to you know, and that's why traveling is such an important thing, and 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 staying open minded and that vulnerability you're talking about before, as well as challenging yourself, pushing yourself to find that next part of you because you you search for that next bit of information to get there, and that mm -hmm. make, gives you that insight, man. It gives you that understanding of what else is outside of you, you know, and that's how you can become better for yourself. Well, it's like you know, it's that natural progression, right? They say that at some point. You got to get into the giving back. Mm. You need to get back hmm. into the giving back, and if you don't complete that, you'd have this incomplete circle, hmm. right, of your existence. And, Makes sense. You know, like you look at like Arnie, Arnie, Arnie Arnold Schwarzenegger talks to you well about, you know, the, and I believe his, you know, there's like self belief was one of them. Um, uh, keep on going when everyone, you know, like the ability to keep on going when everyone else loses faith in you. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, yeah. Your ability to realize that this too will end. So mm -hmm. everything's impermanent. Yeah. And, like and then one of his biggest ones was giving back. Yeah. You know, like, well, how can I give back? And that soon, you know, like, you're like a, this, 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 this plant coming out of mm. the ground and it's this massively, you know, tumultuous and uh, traumatic experience coming out of a seedling through the ground and to this tree. And then it soothes everything once you give back the oxygen into the planet. Man, it makes complete <laughs> sense. Like, the, you know, this for me is my way 
doing that in a strange way yeah, because 100%. It's, not, it. it's not for money. Like yeah. it's not, it's just, I just, this, I just want to do this. And it's not about, yeah, it's not about, you know, changing people's lives or anything like that. It's just about having those conversations, but like to just do something without that expectation, without a desire to gain. And yet because of that, I gained so much. Like it, 100%. And, and it's full circle now. 100%. It's like for life feels yeah. like it is in, in tune now with, with a, a direction that is really me, you know, or the yeah. self. Like, and that's a, yeah. yeah, that that makes sense that it's when you do come full circle and, and find a way to put back into the world. You, say, you know, I always talk about it. It's um, like happiness eludes you when you keep looking for it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Or, but then when or, you stop or, looking, it's like a butterfly. It's like you go chase it. Yeah. It's like one of my best friends put this up, post up a little while, and it's like, it's like happiness eludes you when you chase it like a butterfly. Mm-hmm. You try and catch it and just get disappears. Yeah, it's gone, yeah. Right? Every now and then, if you just chill and stop thinking about it and you're too and you're busy doing other things, it comes and sits in your arm. Yes, yeah, yeah. I really like that, man. And I like the concept of like, like energy's borrowed. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like if you take something, like put it back, like fi- finish the cycle of yes. things. And and if you're in always that kind of replacement flow, that flow of returning or giving back what you've taken, you know, you always be in abundance. You'll never be kind of without. You know, and I Amen. like that kind of flow. You know, I, that's facts right there. Mm. Mm. Um, I definitely think like this, this is an avenue that allows us to really reach out to people and give, 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 you know, we'd sit in the room 10 years ago doing this on our own. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. One day. Yeah. And it took as little as a couple of mics, a nice camera, nice table, some sparkling water. Well, it was sparkling you know? water. It was good stuff for <laughs> a few. Don't worry about that, man. I've always you got know, like the, the, the headsets and we're here. We're doing it. We're, we're, doing, you know, we're getting that information and the, message out there. Yeah, man. I, I think it's probably a great point to finish on. Like it was just, just about doing it. If it's the training, you know, if it's studying MMA fighting, if it's wanting to put something out there or, you know, you know having that impact on the world, like you, you just got to begin. You yeah, don't have to have the answers. You got to go with it. Hard, you know? Trust the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, you are the universe. You know, trust that you're you're bigger than what your mind conceives in this <laughs> third dimensional concept, and and that uh, that everyone out there that you see that you might think has a problem with you is just you having a problem with yourself. I think that's it, man. Like my, uh, Judy Christian Murdy says, yeah. you know, I, I am the world and the world is me. You know, you are the world and the world is you. Like it, it, you are that noise that pisses you off. Like you are that noise, man. Yeah. If you're pissed off, it's just you being pissed off, bro. Just you're a just reflection. a reflection. Yeah. yeah. If you, you can unlock that stuff and it takes time to experience that understanding. But I think once you do start to get there, you know, things are yeah, a like lot brighter. Yeah, like hearing it and then experiencing it too totally. Different yeah, yeah, things. Like yeah. You could hear it and you're like, yeah, that sounds great. And then yeah, once yeah. you actually truly embody, like yeah. experience it in your Experience body. is the only way. So cool. It's the only way to know. And then, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. My man. My man. Thank you so much. Honestly. Great to see you as always. Yeah, you too. Man. Yeah, 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 thank I'm you. Glad I could do this. Yes. I'm glad I could do this. Uh, can, can people find you? Like, yeah, you on social out. media? Distinct Instinct. Um, oh, oh, the, I'll chuck out some handles, handle, man. Uh, yeah. For myself, uh, Fifth Element Wellness is where I operate out of. I work with uh, a bunch of fighters privately, but mainly Distinct Instinct. Um, and I've got a bunch of other projects that I'm working on. You'll probably find them through that page. Awesome. Um, but yeah, it's been a pleasure, guys. Yeah, man. Much love. I'll link. I'll chuck the links in there. And, uh, and yeah, you. my man, thank you so much. Yes, amazing. Perfect.